today's Chicago way, John Cass and Jeff Carlin are joined by our friend Steve Huntley, 30 years a veteran Chicago newspaper man, editor of the Sun-Times editorial board, Metropolitan editor. You've done it all at Sun-Times. And uh, he writes now for John Cass News, and he's working on a piece for this week on Israel and the hostages. And he says, this is a time we need clarity, but we're not getting any. What is it, Steve? Well, that's exactly right. This should this hostage release of the last week should be a moment of clarity. I mean, just, just look who they were. Toddlers and grandmothers, elementary school-age children and gray-haired women, at least one now an orphan because a Hamas terrorist killed, killed his parents on October 7th. Then there are the children who have branding on their legs, where Hamas creeps force their legs against hot motorcycle exhaust pipes in order to brand these kids. Oh, There's the traumatized kid who talks only in whispers, and an 84-year-old woman who was immediately sent to the IC unit after release because she had been denied life-sustaining medications for weeks. These are the people Hamas makes war on. This should be a moment of clarity. But unfortunately, as you indicated, I think that moment seems lost in most of the uh, media coverage. Why is that? There, the common and anti-Semitic uh, attitudes of many in America and the West, years for years now, you know, as long as I've been a journalist, is, oh, the, the Jews control the media, blah, 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 whatever they spew, the hatred they spew against Jewish people. Right. And uh, obviously, the Jews do not control the media, uh, clearly, and at, at a cost to not only the security of the Jewish state, I would suggest, but also, and this is open to both of you guys, isn't the West at stake? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's the, the core issue here of civilized society is at stake, where people have a right to live in peace where kids should be able to play outdoors without having to worry about some gun-toting terrorist coming up and shooting his parents and taking him over to some basement where his leg is pressed against a, a, a hot uh, motorcycle exhaust pipe for, to brand him. So they, so in case he gets away, they can easily find him. I, it's, it doesn't make much sense to me. but it's, They wanted to inflict pain, Steve, yeah, right? exactly right. Exactly right, which is evident from up from the orgy of violence on uh, October 7th that included raping and beheading and mutilating bodies, burning bodies so much that still weeks later, the Israelis have not identified all the dead. But our president seems unsure. And in that uncertainty and, and I guess weakness, some would call it, um, you have a, a policy field that is full of possibilities, and uh, none of them are being realized. No, no. I mean, I think there are people in the White House looking over their shoulders at, uh, at the Arab-American vote in, uh, in places like Michigan, a, a battleground state where mm-hmm. uh, I think uh, Biden will be depending on that uh, vote next year. And then, of course, right. the uh, far left of the party, which is increasingly 
a larger and larger share of the party, it may even be half or more of the party now, uh, looks at the world and divides it into two groups, so pr- the oppressed and the oppressors. And uh, that's simplistic. Unrealistic. Where are we? I guess, you know. Who are the oppressors? I, you know, okay, but I don't understand the whole in, the whole uh, intersectional hierarchy. I'm at, right now, as we're speaking, I'm at the Palmer House Hotel. Betty and I are staying a a, a weekend here. And do a staycation? Yeah, well, I kind you. of like a staycation, but also I get to, I get to brave the wilds of the Chicago Loop and yeah, see yeah. how how long I can survive. But at the same time, my grandfather, both my grandfathers, when they came to this country in the early part of the century, last century, they would not have been able to stay at the Palmer House because they were Greek, and Greeks weren't white. I, you know, in the days in the in those days, and now apparently I'm a West because because the Hellenic ideal is founded of on the West and twined intertwined with the west i guess greeks are also colonists and therefore also evil i just can't gentlemen i can't keep it straight in my feeble mind yeah you were talking too about the media and and the the pushback and just the idea that it seems like people are really far left in in on the if they are left at all i have seen some kind of a swing back away from the yeah the stuff we saw on the campuses right after October 7th and it was the idea that uh you know oh, the Israel is the, the devil all of a sudden right and yeah saw, they always are right, and somehow I mean that's the thing right. is if it's always the same group that's being called the devil then there's probably a problem with everybody else you know you can't put them in every possible situation and they're the bad guy in every situation it doesn't make any sense it's kind of like kind of like Republicans and conservatives are also sure mega yeah. mega you know they yeah. ju- they're just driving me to mega I swear to God that's what they're doing. <laughs> Yeah, right, I mean, but I I will say I've seen some shift. Uh, it feels like in some social media circles where it's people are, are refuting the idea that Hamas is is somehow the good guy in this fight in limited scope. But I, I do feel like there this this whipsaw effect of people throwing up their flags and putting on their masks and, and rushing to the streets. You know, it was a lot of drummed up. And the barricades, right? What do you say, which, Steve? Steve, what do you think? I hope that's true. Uh, you're connected to social media better than I am. I'm not real big on it. But, I mean, I saw the other day a clip from the uh, Oakland mm. uh, City Council meeting that was absolutely horrifying. People got up, and one after another said the yeah. January 6th atrocities were, one, either Israeli propaganda right. or it was the IDF, the Israeli Defense Forces, that were killing Jews in that kibbutz and at that music concert. Yeah, it's. I mean, and it's crazy it's that isolated. that is not isolated. You no. hear that now and then from other places. So it wasn't just Oakland crazies, but it. it, it it's uh, all right. The issue for for Israel and Jews is, if I were there, if I were one of them. I'd want my revenge now. I'd want it hot. Yes. I'd want you know take those guys who burned, who burned those babies. Yeah, 
and and just take them out. Yes. But, yes. but Israel has to survive long term, and I don't think we can survive. We can survive with them. I'm not going to abandon Israel. I mean, is that what the left wants? That's what the democratic left wants us to do. Absolutely right. They want us to shift sides. Israel is the oppressors. I mean, no you know, way. Hey. There was that fame you talking about your Greek uh, heritage and about how Greeks have become become white people. I mean, do you remember that episode on the View where Whoopi Goldberg made those crazy comments about the Holocaust? About uh, 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 you know, it was white on white crime. Uh, you know, in effect, of taking, uh, denying, uh, uh, humanity, a victim yeah. uh, status. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the I guess there's no depth. This is what people should understand. I think everyone who reads us and listens to us, because we're in the minority in, in terms of opinion, but. People, do you ever ever wonder how deeply the left hates America, hates Israel, hates us? And by the demo, by left, I mean Democrats. Yeah. Uh, if you, I, I've never believed in this lockstep approach to voting. I've always thought of voting for the person, not the party. But you know what? I'm I'm of the, you know I. I, and I, because I, perhaps it's because I loathe creatures like Mitch McConnell, yeah. the co- Combine King, but I, I'm getting to the point now just for self psychological self preservation where I see a world where I'm forced to vote party line on everything. And basically, in the words of Elon Musk, Tell Bob Iger and the rest of the woke left, and meaning the Democrats, to go f themselves. I don't know how else to to deal with this. I, I don't know either, because I mean that's where we're kind of forced to. I mean, uh, to to go back to that Whoopi Goldberg thing, where she in effect yeah. denied the Jews their identity as a uh, as Jews that they're just white people now. Yeah. And, it's uh, it's frightening this oppressed and oppressor divide that uh, is being churned out. We've learned recently that our that our our, our, our not just our colleges and universities, huh. but our elementary schools and our high schools or factories churning out kids and young people who believe this stuff. And they're they're um, like in Evanston, which won the uh, the prestigious and hard fought. Uh, Mutsa of the month, the golden Mutsa, <laughs> Evanston was segregating kids on the basis of race and then lying about it. Yeah, yeah that's and the, the thing. And, and I mean, Dan, Danny Prof made a thing of it, but the papers, now look, I worked at the Tribune all the years that Steve was working at the Sun-Times. And if we had heard it when we were back at the editorial boards, either editorial board knew about this, uh, we would have written about it. I know Steve would have written about it. I would have written about it. Kristen McQuarrie would have written about it. Uh, John McCormick and so forth. 
and and so on on Steve's part, I'm speaking for Steve. I, I shouldn't, but I I just got a feeling that Steve Huntley would not abide racism. No, you know, but that's what we're doing, and by by covering it up, by avoiding the subject, aren't we? Protecting the same, the very people that we say we revile, and so how do the how does the population in times of crisis see us as as arbiters of what some uneven moral landscape? How does it work? Got me. It's, it's mystifying to me that we're going back to segregation as the desired way of life. And uh, how good will come out of it? Uh, how a unified country with where we're all citizens in the same country and all equal and uh, share a, a bondage of uh, brotherhood and sisterhood? How that comes out of that, I don't know. Do we have to? Do we have to be attacked? We have to be driven to our population to be murdered by outside forces in order to wake us up and drive us together and unify ourselves? Maybe. I mean, I, uh, maybe, I mean, you know, the, uh, before this, uh, current war broke out, the, the Israeli society was rendered by a, a violent and, uh, political disagreement over, uh, legislation regarding their Supreme court and some other facets. Yeah. They wanted to get rid of Bibi. Yeah. yeah. They were trying to, and now, now they've come together, and the whole society is united to defeat Moss. And you hate to think that that we would need something like that to uh, restore our unity. And uh, maybe we will. I mean, it's been our, one of our biggest hallmarks since our founding. Unfortunately, some sort of external external threat brings us together, and then we have this great, you know, decades of prosperity. I, I, the, the thing I can't wrap my head around is this idea that like like the, like your example you know in Oakland someone standing up at a city council meeting and and you know being crazy cuz they're not making any sense the the fact that people are you know thousands of miles away we don't believe anything that anybody sells us in any sort of you know realm because it's the institutions have been destroyed the media the mainstream media you know the the state department uh, the justice department none of these all these groups have had terrible track records over the past decades and now we're, we're we're reaping what we sow so people come out and say oh you know the israelis are doing all this it's propaganda i saw it it's tiktok i saw you know they're seeing quote-unquote evidence and it's not there but the numbers don't lie in the situation you know you look at this this, this peacekeeping this peace pause whatever the truce which is a weird thing to call it but Israelis, how many Israelis were captured and then released? I think the number last is is in somewhere upwards of 80, 80 people is that are being released by Hamas, and that number is twice as full as coming back from Israel. And yet somehow this is supposed to feel like the Israel is still the bad guy here. Why are they giving up twice as many prisoners, quote unquote, releasing people? It, Hamas has did this on purpose. Hamas knew what they were doing. They knew that if they captured people, they'd be able to bargain back for more. They, they, knew, they, were able to, they knew they were going to be able to turn media that, that against Israel because Israel has been, the you know, with Netanyahu in hand, has been this bad guy, this boogeyman. And so 
we're, we're stuck looking at all these pieces about, well, how this happened. They've been planning this. This has been in the works. This is something they were working towards. And, and we've been caught off guard. And uh, like you said, the, the voting against tap to bottom ticketing, you know, pulling a conservative lever is really the only answer now is because it it's, it's, and it's crazy that, that that's where we are. They're forcing me their hatred Look, they hated Donald Trump so much that they attacked everyone around him. And they attacked anyone who, like, would even try to to deal with it or to be, you know, civil. And they took out the tomahawks. And now the other side is taking out the tomahawks, too. And and it doesn't matter. When, When you hear Steve Huntley's voice... With the contempt in it, talking about uh, the view and those witches, those what are they? The fire, the the flesh eating mayors of Diomedes, um, on the view, you know, rendering man and into chunks like ravenous horses. I I don't know what to say about that, except I don't want to be part of it, and so. I guess I, I guess we're talking here, but I'm I'm going I'm going all out, Trump. I don't know what else to do. I don't want pe- I don't want Israel to be destroyed. Is yeah. that wrong? I mean, I I can't, I don't want the I don't want the America I love to be destroyed like the Serbo Croatian wars of the '90s that we both were around for. I don't want that to happen. Yeah, you know, and uh, you, you make good points there, and it's it's it, it, it creeps into every facet of life, you know, like the uh, Democrat people in uh, I think New York and California, and they got talked up in uh, in Washington. We're talking about you know banning gas stoves. <laughs> Do we want to live under a government that micromanages our life to the point? of telling us what kind of stove we can have in our kitchen. That's a pretty fundamental question. When you talk about an authoritarian government, that's pretty authoritarian to me. But Steve, the the media for years now, since 2016, was convinced that conservative Republicans were the authoritarians, and that they would use, Trump and others would use their power of government to to ram stuff down their throats, but it really looks like they were projecting, doesn't it? I think that's exactly what was going on. Right? Don't try. You can't trust that. Like the the left is, is using this fo- the the boogeyman foil for so long, and it's and it's worked. But you know, Steve and I are conservative guys, and we we are associated with it. But Jeff, you have always been to me to be. Sort of like a, not you know I don't say leftist but no <laughs> you're I mean, you were, like you John I'm a progressive but I'm but you know the, the I'm a the, I'm a Reagan liberal man right I'm I mean liberal under Reagan yeah right the, the island you're standing on is somehow <laughs> drifted out to sea and it's like you say you know I, I you well, know I I've always been a I mean I've always been a um a, a swing centrist type you know there's a time for 
progressive agendas and, and pushing things and moving forward as a society. There's also a time to retract and protect our society in my mind. And then, you know, you it's not one road or the other. It's what tool do you need at the moment to get through what you're dealing with? And, you know, that's always how I've been. I, it, but I feel like that mentality, that idea is, is just been blown up from the left and the right. And yeah. now, like you said, people are being, the, the lines have been, clearly drawn in the sand either you think that israel is the oppressor you know colonizing group in the middle east and they're the bad guys in the middle east or you think the terrorists who plan about how they can do the most damage to the most people to the most institutions to the most national impact they're the good guys so if you if you that's the you know that's the equilibrium we're at and and if I'm sold that that I have to believe that that that's you know that those are the only two truths, then you know then I can't go with the group that says that I have to believe one or the other. You know I have to go with the group that says let's take a big picture, look at all this. This is clearly there's something wrong. And right now there's only one group that's saying that. You know the other group, the left is saying, ah, oh, it's absolutely right. The right you is racist. You racist. You ra- okay. You're racist. Come on, y'all. So what is uh, what is uh, Brandon Johnson? Uh, uh, you know, by the way, you guys should know this. Uh, I've created a new name for him, Mayor Dimwits, because <laughs> he's rather dimwitted, isn't he? I can't, from what I heard, he said the other day about the uh, blaming the right wing Republicans. Yeah, for yeah. pretty pretty incredible. Yeah, I yeah, I've yet to be impressed by anything he said, and 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 then you know I, we, but Lori was, used to be able to say things that at least would you would be like, okay, well she said the right things. We knew that her, uh, we thought her heart was in the right place. You know, we, remember when we had her? Yeah, and I, and I still think it is, John. I just think she ran into the the the, you know, the meat processor that is the Chicago machine controlled by the CTU. The CTU yeah. and the and they don't. Look, uh, they had uh, Taylor, Alderman Taylor, one of uh, Jeanette Taylor, yeah, Jeanette Taylor, one of uh, uh, Brandon Johnson's strongest allies, was saying basically that he wasn't ready for the job. Mm-hmm. I could have told you that. I did right. tell you that. And then uh, uh, they're ma- being made fools of by Johnson, the progressives, and they and they, they he wasn't ready for it. And not, the question is. As long as Brandon jo- Johnson can be reviled on Ben Jarovsky's leftist show, <laughs> uh, there's no, but there's no pushback to the people that put him in. Right. Like they won't, they won't say, "Hey, Tony Preckwinkle, you presented us with this choice." CTU, uh, what's her name? The woman that lives in Indiana, my state now. <laughs> oh, Stacey Davis Gates. Stacey Davis Gates, right? Indiana's gave, very own. He gave, he gave us, uh, you know, you paid, you got all this, those tax breaks for the Indiana House, and uh, you built us uh, Brandon Johnson, and uh, and he's a failure. They can't say that, Steve. The question is. Okay, put your editorial hat on the, back in the day. You're running the Sun-Times editorial department, and Steve looks around at his colleagues and says, what? I want I want to think about Tony Preckwinkle. How do they react, Steve? I, uh, in today's newspaper, they would probably be pro-pro. But let me just back up a minute. Uh, 
Let me ask this question. Yes. If the, if the uh, uh, election of last April, the runoff election of last April, right. could be redone tomorrow, do you think the results would be different? Yes. You he's, do. He's, he's under 28%, right? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I can't tell you guys how many people I know who would straw, fall strongly in the you know, liberal left-leaning arena and have went into the election saying, well, you know, voting, quote-unquote, their conscience, so they, meaning they couldn't vote for the white guy because they'd be considered racist to themselves or their friends. I don't know. Right, right. That's but how- now that they've seen the ineptitude, now that they've heard the nonsense that comes out of this guy's mouth and the lack of a plan and the lack of organization, the fact that he fired uh, Allison Arwady uh, in the dead of night and then – she gets promoted and he, oh, by the way, I finally picked somebody to replace her. You know, all this stuff where he's leading from behind, which is not a good way to lead. And it means he's playing cleanup on everything. They're like, I, I don't know what this guy's doing. I haven't seen anything. You know, I haven't heard anything. I haven't been impressed. And those people are the ones I think that tilted and went that way because they were, quote unquote, voting their conscience because everything they saw on the Internet told them that, you know, Paul Vallis was the bad guy. Paul Vallis is Israel or whatever. I mean. And it's it's the same same thing that I think we've been under attack. And John, after Paul Vallis is a what? What did they say? They wanted to say he was Jew, but he's Greek, so they didn't know. Well, Jew, he, Jews, yeah. Greeks, well, what? They, they they're all was, the same. Right? He's the antichrist. They're white. He's they're white Trump, people. He's Trumpian. Exactly he's, right. They're white people. They're all right. White. Exactly. That's where we are now. Exactly. In August or whatever, July, the uh, Democratic National Convention will be held <laughs> in Chicago. The worst. Bleeping mistake <laughs> in the history of mistakes. Okay. I don't know. NASCAR was pretty bad. <laughs> but at least they made some money, didn't they? Yeah, did they? Anyway, it, it'll be the summer of not love in Chicago. That's for sure. Yeah. If the, if the uh, left is revolting over Biden's support for Israel, will it be a replay to some degree of 1968? <sighs> I mean, look at the state of things. I would say, yeah, because... The, the the left, as we've called it, you know, they they still think the DNC at center is too far, is too close to the center. They want them further out on the left, and they want more power. And there's you know, there's been infighting. We've seen this. So I, I don't know. I think all all bets are off as to what's going to happen this uh, this summer in Chicago. And whatever happens will be played against the uh, background of a. Uh, depleted and demoralized police department, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, there's no Aaron Sorkin to create a left-wing fantasy of the progressive city under the Bolsheviks. Even though he tries mightily, the fact is that even Bolsheviks get mugged by reality, gentlemen. <laughs> they always get end up getting mugged by reality if history has taught us anything, John. So I think we'll leave it there, but I have to say there's nothing like talking to you two when I'm downtown Chicago thinking of all the merch that we're going to sell. We need to have some Steve Huntley merch. I don't know what. Like I'm thinking Steve Huntley Justin Boots, you know? What do you think, Steve? <laughs> no, I, I'm waiting to read 
your column about your exp- weekend experience in uh, downtown. There's no room service. You know what I, I told Betty? <laughs> I no told Betty. It's a Palmer Hotel. Give yeah. Me- what is the world coming to? I'm Next time I'm going to the peninsula and paying $500 a night if I have to. All right, gentlemen. For Steve Huntley, longtime veteran Chicago newsman, now writing for John Cass News. Look for his column this week. And for Jeff Carlin, executive producer, WGN Radio, friend of cats, lover of pies, husband to Christine. And for me, John Cass, the king of John Cass News merch, and it's coming to you, including that cool hat and the Steve Huntley cutting boots that we'll get for the cutting horses. I vote uh, Steve Huntley editorial notepads, so like the equivalency of what Like post-it notes. Right, yeah. exactly. Okay. No Trumbalone zone. Steve, Steve Huntley approved. I've, I've, I've transcribed the, I mean, uh, we've, uh, what do we do? Uh, Trademarked. Trademarked the the uh, the slogan, so uh, maybe we'll have to sell those, Steve. What do you think? Absolutely. And for me, John Cass, blah, blah, blah. See you later. So, see you on another edition of the Chicago Way podcast on WGN+. Plus.